Hi, you're listening to Fruits of Labor, Six Leadership Lessons from Childbirth by SeriousLeadershipCoaching.com, where leaders discover their authentic self. I am your host, Dipti, just like <sighs> Dipti. So I was wondering about what to share when I looked at my now 30-day-old son sleeping soundly in his crib, and my brain was instantaneously flooded. No, 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 not with oxytocin, the hormone of love, but with leadership lessons from the whole birthing experience. Yup, this is what happens when you are passionate about stuff. You get insights at life's choicest moments. Anyway, here are my six most empowering leadership lessons from childbirth. Here we go. Number one, set your intentions, but be open. I know this might sound like a little bit of a paradox, but setting your intentions really helps you and your support system understand what exactly you are aiming for. It is important to set this vision and get everybody on board so that the world can help you achieve the goals that you set for yourself. So that's exactly what I did. My intention was to have a healthy baby, but I was open to how I got there. We created a birth plan. I visualized my birth to be the most natural one. We attended childbirth classes and learned about drug-free pain management techniques, as well as exercise routines. And believe it or not, I ended up exercising every single day of my pregnancy. The intentions that I had set in my birth plan really fueled me every day to do my best so I could reach my goals. And of course, there'd be that occasional day when I didn't feel like working out, and that's when my trainer, my family, and my friends really held me accountable to those intentions that I had set. So remember, set your intentions, but be open to how you achieve them. Number two, expect the unexpected, but understand that you always have a choice. Let me explain. So remember I told you about my intention of having a healthy baby in the most natural way possible? So guess what happened? March 17th, 2016 was the due date for my baby to arrive in this world. March 17th came and went, and there was no sign of the baby. I was absolutely crushed when my doctor told me that I had to be induced. So my husband and I arrived at the hospital, and we were given a laundry list of induction methods that we could choose from. This came as a total surprise to us. Neither of us had really prepared ourselves or read about any of these induction methods beforehand. We were scared and didn't quite know which was the best option for us to pick in order for me to have the healthiest baby possible. So while our heads were spinning with all these options for induction, the doctor looked at us and calmly said, why don't you guys take a few minutes to discuss what option you'd like to try and we can continue with that procedure. And she left the room. At that point, I thought to myself, how am I to know what the best induction method is? Aren't you the doctor here? And that's why I say, expect the unexpected but know that you have choices. You might have to research those options on the fly, but options are there. And it's all about being adaptable. I understand it's hard to see choices when you're in the middle of a tornado, but it's important to take a step back and evaluate those choices calmly. Now that brings us to lesson number three. Your situation is unique to you. So take opinions with a grain of salt. Let me explain. Family, friends, And every person who you might know will have an opinion about what you should be doing during or after labor. Trust me, they are all well-meaning. They just don't want you to go through what they went through. 
So it's coming from a place of concern. However, their pain is different from your pain. Their situation is different from your situation. So it's important to understand the context from which these opinions are coming. I was told that one of the induction methods that was provided to us was extremely painful. So I hesitated before I chose that induction method because of the negative stories attached to it. However, when I went through the procedure myself, it wasn't as painful and it was the procedure that ended up working for me. So as a leader, it's important that you seek other people's opinions and advice about important decisions. However, you know your organization and situation and your people the best. So be in tune with your intuition and take opinions with a grain of salt as your situation is absolutely unique to you. Lesson number four, make those tough calls. So one of my coaching friends shared this with me and I thought I would share it with you. He said, don't make decisions based on FOG. FOG is an acronym. F is fear, O is obligation, and G is guilt. So don't make any decision that is based on fear, obligation, or guilt. Come out of the fog. During the whole process of pregnancy, there were many, many decisions that we had to take. Should we have a home birth or should we have a hospital birth? Should we bank the baby's cord blood? Should I go for that epidural when I'm in pain or not? As a leader, it's really important for you to analyze the risks and rewards associated with each option. Know that your decision may not be popular, and that is okay. As a leader, it's important for you to make decisions that are completely aligned with your value system. And when you make those tough calls, you immediately gain the respect of those around you. Lesson number five, and this is also one of my most favorite lessons. Celebrate every achievement, however big or small, in meaningful ways. So throughout early labor, for almost every hour that I labored, my husband and my mom gave me popsicles. And at that moment, there couldn't have been anything better than a popsicle that I wanted to have. It was the best thing that happened to me since sliced bread. Another way that I celebrated was just knowing that my support system was there for me. My support system acted as my emotional safety net. They gave me words of encouragement. They were there with me throughout the process, reassuring me of the power that I had. As an incentive, I also knew that once I did get through labor, that I would get to eat my mom's homemade idlis. In case you're wondering what idlis are, they are South Indian lentil and rice cakes. Yummy. Mm. Oops, sorry, I digress. So as a leader, make sure you celebrate every single achievement, however big or small. Learn about what your team likes. Learn about how they would like to be recognized in ways that are meaningful to them. Customize your recognition. And also, don't forget to recognize yourself. When you take the time to celebrate your success, it helps you show up better for your team as well. So now to my final leadership lesson from childbirth. Be present. One of my coaching friends shared with me that you're not powerful when you live in the past or in the future. It's when you're in the present that you have the power of choice. Every moment is a learning opportunity to raise your consciousness. The moment I had to be induced, I learned about my fear of losing control. 
when i pushed for three hours straight i discovered the immense power and energy that i had when i cried when the baby got stuck and we had to go in for an emergency c-section i learned about how passionate i was about my intentions when i heard my son's first cry fill the or i was overwhelmed by the power of my creation so let's recollect the lessons one set intentions number two expect the unexpected but look for your options third your situation is unique to you take opinions with a grain of salt four make the tough calls five celebrate every success in meaningful ways and six be present so all you mom and dad leaders out there i want you to think back to the day your son or daughter was born and i would love to hear about your life and leadership takeaways from that empowering day let's keep the conversation going go ahead and share your comments below until next time take care this is your host dipti signing off